welcome to another episode of Zing Wars. <laughs> You've got me, Ellie. And I'm Zinger. And this time, we're talking about Clone Wars. Not the Clone Wars, but Clone Wars. I know. I never ha- know how to say this. Because I'm like, no, not not the... Not the other one, but the other one. Yeah, this one is the 2003 to 2005 Clone Wars 2D Terra... I can never say his name correctly. The guy that did Samurai Jack version. Taron Aronofsky. Taron Tarakovsky. There we go. That's how it's done. Um... (laughs) Many edits later. (laughs) So, we'll technically be doing Volume 1, which is technically Season 1 and 2 of it. So, we are doing up to... Well... 20 episodes. Yes. 20 chapters. Chapters. Sorry. Chapters. Um, So, if you are watching this on Disney+, Plus, we're just covering Volume 1. Yes. So, that should be easy for you. Um... Eventually, we probably will do the other one. This is one of my favorite series, and I wanted to—I I love discussing the series. And any excuse to rewatch it is perfect for me. And um, I'm going to start off with when were you introduced to this, Ellie? Uh, probably by you, to be honest. So you had no knowledge. Uh, I mean, I had knowledge of it, but I didn't watch it. Okay. Yes. And your initial thoughts. I, I, I guess your initial and current thoughts. And then I'll get into kind of where the plot from this goes and stuff like that. Um, initial thought. I'm going to be honest. Initial thoughts. I wasn't really that interested. I didn't really care for the art style when I just watched like a trailer and stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really super minded it when I finally got around to watching it, but I don't think I really um, gave it enough time to like really give it the chance it needed. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if you want me to go ahead and get into my opinions now or we'll dive into that at some point later. Uh, well, let me just go over the plot real quick okay. for this for people who might not be familiar. Yes. Um, this was basically a series that set up shortly after the events of Attack of the Clones and then concluded basically sh- like right at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. So it basically takes place in the first few like moments of the war and then the last few mm-hmm. as well. So you've, you've, you've still got time in there like when... Um, when this was done, there was um, comics coming out. Sorry, I had a moment there. I was like, comic books? What are they? <laughs> there was comics coming out that also filled in some stuff. But this series introduced characters such as um, Dirge, Ventress, and, of course, Grievous was first introduced in this. These originally aired on Cartoon Network. And I guess me asking if you watch them on Cartoon Network would be a very pointless endeavor. Correct. Uh, these initially aired uh, starting in November 2003, uh, concluding in November of 2003 for the first 10 chapters, returning in 2004 for chapters 11 through 20 uh, from April, I mean, from March to April 2004. And then finally in 2005, with its third season, technically what is considered volume two. Uh, that ran from March of 2005 till March of 2005. All these aired on Cartoon Network. And I I watched these. Like, as they aired. Like, I have... Like, I remember making sure to tune in so I could watch these. Because this was like prime Star Wars time for me. And I loved every minute of this i loved the art style i loved the way like stuff was drawn and done and i'm sure if people are patrons they can get my commentary for volume one um where i just basically just sit there and just go this shot is awesome this shot is awesome <laughs> and continue I'm, I'm sure i'll bring up a few points in here too i made but these were short um each chapter in the first series was about two to three minutes, uh, with the third one being more around 12 minutes per episode. 
Okay, so, so the third so, season's longer. So once we get to volume two, I, I know we're kind of confusing by saying volume one season. So we'll just go back to saying volume one is this episode, this today's episode, and then volume two will come later. Okay. So I like 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 I said, just trying to make sure I'm covering all this correctly because. This is something that I really enjoy, and I want to make sure that, you know, if someone wants to check it out, they can get the same enjoyment out of it that I did. So, that was my history with it. Like, I love this. I, I consider this essential viewing if you are watching. Like, you, you put this in after you're done with Attack of the Clones and before you start Clone War. I mean, sorry, before you start Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion. Like, that's how essential these were, and you can attest when we went to the Star Wars Celebration... Mm-hmm. I was very upset because somebody else got the question I wanted to ask <laughs> of whether these were still canon with the new series, The Clone Wars. Because the 3D animated one is called The Clone Wars, whereas this is just Clone Wars. Also, this is referred to as the micro series from some people, too. Um, but they said that, no, that it, this stuff is no longer canon. But then again, we will kind of discuss a few things that exist within the realm of canonicity that take place in this micro series so when we get to certain points we will discuss them we're also not going to go through like point by point every single moment of this because i mean even though it's great and i've done that before on other shows and as i said if you're a patron you can have my my commentary to the to this uh is available so definitely go check that out but um so upon your rewatch what are your thoughts, Ellie, before we get in, before we kind of go into episode by episode? Um, now that I've watched it about three times, because I watched the, I watched the volume one, and then I rewatched it with a couple of the, um, a couple of the director cut commentaries. It's been a while for me since I've done the director cut commentary, so I'm interested to see what information you have been able to pull. Um, so I now that I've given it a little bit more um, time <laughs> and devotion to mm-hmm. it, given it kind of a second chance, I really did enjoy it. Um, I still think the art style is an acquired taste. It, it can be. Um, I, I, I like it just because yeah. I grew up on like Dexter's Laboratory and stuff like that, which is another thing he did. And, and I, do, I do remember that show and I didn't mind that show. And obviously I know Samurai Jack. So mm-hmm. um, it just never was a like super favorite art style of mine. I don't mind it. But um, some of the characters I still in volume one um i'll speak separately on volume two when i watch that again but volume one some of the characters are still just just odd and off-putting to me just the way they're drawn but others i really liked so um it's very crisp mm-hmm. um you know so we, we can get into more of that in a little bit but overall um like i said giving it a little bit more attention and giving it a second chance. I really did enjoy it. Now, I'm, I'm sure when we come to the end of this, we'll, we'll discuss whether you recommend it or not. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to talk about the chunks. Instead of doing episode by episode, since these are so short, we're going to talk about the different plot points that are existing within okay. this. There's the plot point of, um, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi... Um, on the ground battle with the at, with the banking clan again. Yes. Bleh. With the banking clan, the ARC troopers also are kind of involved in that. There's also Anakin piloting above said planet with his space battles as well. And then you got these quick little side stories of um, Kid Fisto and the scuba troopers um, helping the Mon Calamari. So you Mace got that. Windu. Yes, you got Mace Windu on Dantuing. Uh, you got Count Dooku and Ventress's stuff, setting up that whole um, storyline and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got, of course, Dirge involved with Kenobi, so there's that yep. too. But that yep. kind of falls into that. And then we also got the Mace Windu on Dantuing. Um, the Ilum storyline with 
Yoda, um, Captain Typho, and Senator Amidala, C-3PO, and R2-D2. So we got all that as well. And of course the conclusion with Anakin versus Ventress. And then finally, 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 the Battle of Hypori, the Battle on the Planet of Hypori, where we get introduced to Grievous versus uh, Shakti, Kaimundi, and several other cannon fodder Jedi's. <laughs> so yes. we'll that's that's kind of the quick breakdown of what we will be covering. Like, like I said, I'd love to do episode by episode, but a lot of them, since they're like two minutes, it's not much going. I mean, there's stuff going on, but it's not something like unless we're watching it. Well, and and I. And I really thought that um, this first volume was set up very well as far as, like, the first episode or so. Because mm-hmm. I watched it as just one lump. So yes. I don't know where the episodes that's, broke up. That's the other thing. Watching it on Disney Plus yes. and watching it with the DVD we have because they are not available mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Um, it does not break them up. It, yes. th- if you... If you're paying attention, you can tell where the episode technically would end. But it it does with some of them, like, because some of the stuff, like, following, like, the ARC troopers and stuff like that, it basically slides from one story into the other very fluidly. Yeah, like I said, so for me, because I didn't watch it episodic um, back in the day, mm-hmm. I, I really, yeah, it just was one big volume for me. Um, but I, I liked the way the beginning of it was kind of like an overarching group battle. Yes. And then I liked the way then they kind of just dived in to a more detailed view of some of the main Jedis to kind of have they well, have they, their own little light and their little, you know, they, moment. They talk about it when they're talking to um to Palpatine about like, oh well so and so's here and this is going on and right. they they set up everything yeah, that's actually said. if I, you pay attention. Yeah, they set I, up the entire first season. I thought it was set up I thought it was very well mm-hmm. the way they broke it up and kinda went, Okay, we're gonna come over here now and we're gonna come so I I, I did enjoy that aspect of it. So we're we're gonna go with the first battle, um, Kenobi's forces versus the banking clan and I want to focus on the planet side stuff, and we'll focus on Anakin and the piloting stuff later. So when we get, so when we get this episode, it it comes in with all the Republic ships dropping out of hyperspace, like over the planet. Which, oh, actually, sorry, I want to mention one more one more shot because this is a shot I actually walked by when you were watching it and said this is one of my, like if I could get a cell of like. There's, I mean, I, I have a cell from the series behind me, actually, ironically, and I'll get to, to that when we, when we are at the point because I, I, I randomly acquired this. Like it wasn't something I went out and seeked out. It was something that randomly had found in my possession, and I kid you not, it could not have been more perfectly selected and given to me. If if like I purchased it myself, I would have messed up if I had purchased it myself and done <laughs> and bought something worse. It is pretty cool. So pretty I, cool. I'll talk about that when we get to it. Yes. Um, so one of my favorite scenes and one of my favorite things about this is the scope of battle. Like it's just there's there's hundreds 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 of ships. Like it's 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 what I imagine a Star Wars battle would look like. Like for mm-hmm. example, why I like Rogue One so much. Because it's it's ships showing up. It's it's a battle. Like it's not like one or two ships or a squadron. It's like an armada showing up to face up against off another one. And when um, they're of course leaving Coruscant, and Anakin, you know, puts up his hand, and Padme, you know, is saying right. like the the shot of all the ships leaving Coruscant yeah, is, is cool. so cool. And it's something I wish we had gotten in live action because, as I've said before, I love. Star Wars or giant ships in atmosphere because of their scale. Because when you see them in space, they're just sort of there. But but getting the scale of how gigantic these ships are and just having all of them like departing was very cool. But then of course we cut to them arriving to the um, to the banking clan planet to do battle with them. And that scene I, I love. Like I said, them showing up and then Anakin departing after being whiny with Obi Wan. About, like, I'm one of the best pilots we got. Can I just say I hate his voice? He's real bad in the first volume. And and I know, so, so just watching the director's cuts. Yeah. um, Commentary. Sorry, yes, commentary. Um, 
that is they said that was kind of done on purpose yes um and they wanted him to i hope so god i hope so yes uh and they they wanted him to almost overdo it to make it more like it's animated and it's not live action and you know and it's a cartoon but oh it's almost to the point to where like i just i cannot i just don't like his voice at all in this series i'd say volume one Volume two, they he, the the actor they 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 reel him in a little bit for it. Okay. Not not saying the actor did a bad job. He did a very good job. I'm not, no, it's Anakin, just his tone is just oh. I mean, they and the, and the other funny thing is they don't really talk much too. So it's it real and and that's the other thing I love about the series. It's very animated. It, it, it relies a lot on animation to tell stories, which and we'll sa- get to. And just sounds. Yes, yeah, sound, yes. sounds effect and everything. Like, music, yeah. Like there's points where there's no music. There's only sound effects and stuff, and it's very cool. Um, yes. Banking clan arrive. You know, they arrive at the banking clan planet. They, the um, the drop ships depart from the from the capital ships and everything. And go down to the planet, do battle, and once again, that is an awesome scene. I I love seeing those you know those ships like making landings and everything, like coming down, because it's it's like that's a battle for me. Like that's really cool. And then of course the arc troopers that Obi Wan is like, hey, you're the you're the you know elite of the elite. Which did you remember what arc stood for, Elaine? Well, yes, but only because I've recently watched it. Arc Recon Commandos. And you watch the commentary because it's never... I don't think they ever actually... They call them Arc Troopers, but they never refer to what that is. So these are basically like more elite troopers and everything, which, I mean, you you got the ones that have like the blue armor and the red armor, but apparently the other ones are kind of part of that. Their stuff was something I thoroughly enjoyed. Like their, their their whole thing because that entire episode, I don't think there's any spoken. Like there's a little bit of dialogue just when they're checking in with Kenobi, right? And I love that because it's all hand signals. It's it's like the and these troopers are like super elite, so they're like able to just knock out anything that gets in their way. Um, any thoughts on the arc troopers? Because like I said, they're they're throughout this entire episode and everything. Well, I oh, did, sorry, entire first volume and do make an appearance in the second volume as well. I mean, that, that's where I think we should just mention a little bit about the sound. Um, it's it's so crisp and clean and, and it was really neat to, because there weren't any words, you, you hear every movement of kind of like what you had mentioned too about, you hear their armor, you know, when they're, when they're moving their arms to do those hand signals, you can hear like yeah. the... Like you were saying, the, like 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 the sound of their armor pieces, kind yeah, of as it was moving. not 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 like banging together, but just kind of like the tr- tr- yeah, like tr- just tr- what you would expect. And yeah. I, so I think that and then like swooping sounds with their hands. I, I think the attention to detail for that was amazing that I, they did that. I, I love it. And then like there's just it was it was all hand signals, and and it was you could tell what they meant by all the hand signals too. Like like where he was like. Uh, where Forda, which is the one in the red, was doing like the hand signal and then like did like the sweeping arm motion right. to point up to where it's like we're taking out that and everything. Also, all the epic poses they <laughs> they they like had. Yeah, so they, if like, you're did so- if you're looking for your um, stormtrooper Vogue session, yeah, that there you go. Yes, um, so so that's two episodes basically with yeah. them and everything, and just seeing them like repel up. Yeah, that one shot where you can see them going up the building—that was really cool. Now, of course, during this battle, uh, stuff starts to turn, you know, against the separatists. They send in dirge with the um, <laughs> IG lance droids, and mm. basically we get like a horseback. I mean, like like a, like a cavalry charge, bad on everything. Um, so dirge is as of the time of this recording, technically not canon and is canon he, he's, he's still in that limbo state from last oh. episode still so I'm, I'm only saying that because we we got like i said we got him in that limbo state right now so i don't want to say too much can i just say anakin kills him by the way in the um in the comics which 
he doesn't die. When Kenobi explodes him, he doesn't actually die there. Can I just say that whole... Like, when he comes on, it was just really cool and just... He was just so interesting and different. Um, and I love the whole... This is... Well, I, I can wait. It's later on when Obi-Wan comes in. Well, I... I th- let me see here. We are on... Well, I mean, we're discussing this battle, but we would be... Yeah, Obi-Wan comes in in episode 8. So, we're going to jump real quick to the Moncala battle with Kid Fisto. Okay. And everything. Um, this These these two races have been constantly going at it. Like, they were <laughs> both on the opposite sides during the Clone Wars. They were both on opposite sides from each other. during. This is the Squid Face and then the ones that are... Um, the same species as Akbar. It's a trap. Um, yep. And they've been on like opposite sides and everything. This was cool because we got underwater lightsaber. Yeah, Kid Fisto was, was really so fun cool. yeah. as a character. Plus, this this is um, something that's very niche for this series. Is this over the top um, machines and stuff, or, or or weapons of war that the Separatists have? That giant crab laser gun cannon that uh, can take out like a whole ship yeah that and that, that was really cool using the force bubbles and stuff yes. was very like it was a cool episode and it was something to, to give kid fisto some something to do i mean he was he was wrecking it up underwater i mean he was the best one to send in there we got some <laughs> cool stuff with like the scuba troopers and everything yep. like that so it was a good episode like i said it, it was a nice little diversion real quick to it was touch neat base on this. to see the lightsaber underwater too the yeah way it's, it looked it's it's a cool effect because i mean if you have something like that it would be constantly bubbling around mm-hmm. it yeah which i will bring up later yes that there is stuff that they need to do and the new Star Wars stuff that they that this 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 show set up stuff that still you have you have not met. Like this 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 show came out almost twenty years ago and there is still stuff that is not being met to my standards by Star Wars can I mean by, <laughs> by Star Wars nowadays. So we had that. Um the next thing we're gonna jump to is of course the Count Dooku uh gladiator fight uh where Ventress Yes. Makes her appearance and everything. Now, time for a fun fact. Once again, this series is not canon. Weirdly, stuff from it is slowly becoming canon. This gladiator fight apparently is mentioned in one of the newer books. Hmm. That involves Dooku mentions this gladiator fight and everything. So, interesting because... Yeah, that is. Because... But basically what happens in this is there's like a ton of different, you know... People auditioning to, I guess, be like, I, I guess Dooku put out a call for everyone to be like, hey, I need someone to, to take care of something for me. And all these people showed up. And then we get a Ventress who's basically, I guess, kind of referred to as a Sith assassin. Like she doesn't, I think, get a proper name till later. I think once again, yeah. it's in the comics she gets a proper name. And then she makes the jump to the um, the Clone Wars series. She's in there a lot too, mm-hmm. as his like little apprentice Sith assassin thing. Um, great animation showing that she is force sensitive. Has two lightsabers randomly. Yes. And everything. I thought it was really cool. Um, her and Dooku's duel was really cool. Having, of course, Palps show up to be like, she'll do fine. And just the way she looks in this series is quite different. I mean, obviously, if you watch The Clone Wars, um, you know you know right away which one it is. Yeah. But she just definitely has a different feel to her in this one. I, I, I like her presentation in this. I like how mm-hmm. powerful she is. And I like that she's a good adversary for Anakin later to have yes. to fight and everything. Um, like I said her, her, her and Dooku, they, they don't really have much time to establish her aside from that she is very powerful. And she obviously can kill Jedi because she somehow got two lightsabers. <laughs> but then she gets her cool red ones. So. Right. And she's sent off to go get Anakin and 
deal with that whole situation. So there's that setup and everything. Now, now we jump back to what is top of my list, hands down. Oh, so we get Kenobi, his troopers mounting up on speeder bikes as well. Which, did you notice that the speeder bikes look like they have... Um, Stormtrooper helmets on too, or sorry, clone trooper helmets. Did did, did you no, notice that? No, okay. but I did notice that I love the way it was like jousting. Yes, yes, very classic. Um, more like I, like I said, like cavalry, like 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 a cavalry battle. Now let me just make well. Cal- oh, okay, so cavalry battle battle in like joust too. I mean, medieval but... kings and queens and knights and jousting is a little different, but. I'm just saying, I wouldn't really, yes, it's still a little different. But I, when he came through and had, and now. had the, um, he, <laughs> he had the big uh, lance and yeah. it was just, it was so cool. I just thought that was a who, really cool when, when moment. Who, Ellie, when whom did that? You said when he, are we talking about, um... Who, who are we talking about here? Are we talking about Dirge? Are we talking about Kenobi? Are we talking about that one clone trooper off to the side that seemed pretty cool? Um, I'm going to go with Kenobi. All right. Yeah. Now, as my, 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 my dear and loving wife and, 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 and my, my, my partner, soulmate, and all this adventure we call life, can you tell me, and I know I'm setting this up perfectly, so if you get this wrong, we're going to have to have a serious conversation. Oh. What is my favorite, like, outfit in Star Wars? Your favorite outfit? Yeah, like, like, like the way a character looks. Like, 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 if I'm like, that is like, if, if, if I could dress up exactly like that, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd wear it every day. It, it, it would just be my look. Um, the, well, the blue stormtrooper person no i said that one was the and i said the red one i said for oh red red yeah, i, I said, said i said for for um I, I did mention this in the last thing for the uh 501st i would like to do for that would be very cool yes um but there is another outfit that i i would like love but i can't do 501st for this this would technically be more the rebel side no, no, still, still no guesses, Ellie. There is a toy of it sitting on the desk right beside <laughs> all the porgs. There is a picture of it right behind me of the cell. What of Obi Wan? Yes, oh. that is the best. Okay, yeah, and also see, see how they're. See, I know that's what I was saying. I said that that scene is just really fun. But but no, you see see how yeah, the speeder bikes do have I the. Did- I didn't pay attention to that. So before. so so it, so it's like they're riding like clone trooper horses almost. Yes. All right. So my favorite like outfit and design for an outfit is Obi Wan with the clone trooper armor with his robes over it, <laughs> and that is the cell I have is yes. Obi Wan standing with that outfit with the clone with um with some of the arc troopers behind him. I'll post the picture. I think I have it up somewhere, but I will post a picture of it. Um, it I don't know why. It's just like, it's so cool. It's just such a cool look because it's... Um, the, the, it is cool. It's... The Jedi robes are very iconic. The, the clone trooper slash stormtrooper, very iconic. Combining them, yeah. boom! Uh, helmet on or off, I really don't care. So that, 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 that doesn't really matter to me. This battle is really cool. It... it it's it's awesome. Sorry, we, we have it on now, so yes. I, I got it to, to kind of glance at every now and then. But the duel between Dirge and Obi Wan is great because um one epic cape wave. You have to have two, the the helmet off to have the like yeah. luscious locks that are oh, flowing around and the the big the big man beard. Also, I'm I'm gonna reference this because I did point it out in the commentary I did. Aside from me just gushing over how awesome this is, right there, uh, Akira slide. So there you go. The <laughs> yes. the the long sought after in anime, always repeated yes. Akira slide by Obi Wan lightsaber awesome. out. That cell would be one I would love. But yes, the, the cell I have is the one I described. Like I said, it has Kenobi in that. Um, 
co-host for Knights of Vader, Zach, um, graciously located and gifted me several uh, toys from this series, but yes. the one that was Kenobi in the or it's it's he 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 guards my Porg army that sits on my. This my is Porg definitely box. one of the one of my top moments moments in the volume one is is this this section i i like it it, it is also mine too yeah i love the fight between him and dirge because of just showing how powerful dirge is oh gosh too. yeah um i mean we we've 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 now got it kind of playing in the background well and I, especially that moment right there where you were like yeah oh yeah this is gonna be a fight so 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 the, <laughs> so the moment was um, Dirge picks up the speeder bike, uses it as a weapon, which against the lightsaber is kind of, what, what are you going to do? Kenobi stab, stabs him straight through with the lightsaber, and he laughs yes, at him. Yes, he was like, uh... So, I mean, it's... it, And then just, he goes through all these weapons, Dirge does, to try to stop Kenobi. Yeah, he has quite an arsenal of And it's stuff. great because it's just thing after thing that Kenobi is stopping or having to dodge and deal with. So it's it's great and and yes. and also you think he's done at the end of this fight too. He's not. Dirge isn't. Um no, I I I very really like this this whole fight and everything. I really like Dirge against Kenobi. I love Kenobi in that outfit. Like I said, if I could dress up in that outfit every day, <laughs> I'd do it. Like I would love to do that That for, for whatever, the, the Rebel Legion, the 504, whatever I could do it for, I would definitely wear that every single day. But yes, um, I would like to do the Arc Trooper Captain Fordo, which is the one with the red with the double blasters yes. and everything. Um, so, sorry, gush moment, geek, geek bone, or whatever you want to say for that. Love, um, that would be Chapter 8. Was, was just... Oh, such a great episode. Um, Kenobi, of course, in the next one joins up with the ARC Troopers and then goes, of course, to battle against the banking clan like in their headquarters. Dirge shows back up. Mm-hmm. Obviously is not done with them. And then basically he's like, he's like a sentient bunch of like creatures or something it's 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 weird because he's like i think also like i think yeah, a couple I mean, of thousand it looks years like, old. it looks like muscles and tissue it's like and... worm stuff too like yeah, he has this weird regenerative thing to where lightsabers don't really work yeah and if i remember correctly in the comics anakin kills him by he gets him trapped in an escape pod because he does survive the battle with kenobi he gets him trapped in an escape pod and basically shoots him into a into a nearby star to kill him. Oh, well. If, that'll if I'm, do it. If I'm remembering correctly. Now, the final chapter of season one, so the halfway point through volume one, is Anakin actually doing a good job of being a starfighter pilot and everything. And then he has to go up against the the mystery starfighter who we know is Ventress and everything. I, I, I like the space battle stuff. I, I like that it was something to where, like, there was tactics instead of just shooting everywhere. It was like, form upon me. Do this. Do that. Like, yeah. it was cool. It was something to where it was it, it, it was really cool. It was well thought out and everything. I love the design of his uh, Jedi Starfire. That it's custom. That's something Anakin would upgrade his own and everything. So, I like that design. The blue and the white. Really cool. Love it. Um, so that, of course, transitions us into the, um, more of that battle in Chapter 11, where we get her, of course, making her escape away from that battle, where, just throwing this out there, one, Obi-Wan tells him, don't go, he's like, I'm gonna pursue her, and the R2 unit is able to track where she yeah. jumped to hyperspace, which for... M- more modern fans of Star Wars is something that Last Jedi, that was a whole plot line and that they could track through light speed, which I'm like, I feel like that's been brought up a lot because they sometimes would, I think it's brought up in the books too, that they kind of go off of what trajectory you went and they can track the trajectory to kind of make a guess at where you could go. But I guess in Last Jedi, it's like they precisely know where you went. Well, of course. So... 
So I just wanted to bring that up. Now, we get chapter 12. Mace Windu's battling the Separatist droids on Dantooine. This is, I think, my favorite. Why is it your favorite? Okay, so definitely... Giant, um, giant weapon of war. There's another one. It's just a seismic hammer. So, nothing against the Obi-Wan and Dirge fight. Because I do love that a lot. It is cool. Especially the part where it explodes and his hair's all wet and like Oh, I seem down. to have made a mess. <laughs> it's hilarious. But this fight with Mace Windu is phenomenal. I love every part of it. With the little boy standing up on the hill, like kind of going, uh, what's going on? The just overwhelmingly amount of, of, you know, droids down there. And Mace is just, he's just taking care of business. I love seeing all the different ways to use his force powers, especially when you get to the part where he loses his lightsaber um, and he gets it back. But during that time when he just like the parts where, you know, the robots literally just explode into pieces. Like you can see the, um, there is, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Cause they, 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 there's one moment where I am like that. Right. I mean, yes, this whole thing is awesome, but there, there's a peak to this moment. So go ahead. You might mention it. Um, well, I mean, I'm just saying like, just, so we're watching it again and it's just. Sorry. We're, we're just going to have different parts yes. on in the background now for us. So, so the, the part where he's literally just punching the robots and, um, you know, he, he does his, he swipes his hand and like, 20 of them explode and just really showing the pure power that Mace has. And I don't think you even get that in the movies. No, you don't. Uh, you And this really just shows you, holy crap, this guy is amazing. Um, but yeah, go ahead. You can, you can talk about your moment. Cause I, I could sit here and just. Well, it's, it's cause, cause the books and. That right and, there. And, and a lot. Yeah. Where he crushes a ton of them. No, that's, that's not it for me. It's coming up in a second. Um, right here where he takes it apart. That's what Uses I said. the parts to shred yes. another group of them. Yes. It's just, he uses his resource wisely. Yes. Must um, have been a Boy Scout back in the day. There you go. <laughs> no, I mean, um, it's just showing how powerful. Also, the, this this is very cool. Where the <laughs> not there, where you can see actually the force bubble he's actually yes. using, where because of the dust going by. No, it's it's really cool because the books and a lot of other stuff like we can't tell how like powerful Jedi are from stuff, but from stuff like the Ahsoka book and other stuff, like they talk about like. How they like they they can think like ahead in like all mm-hmm. this stuff like it's, it's stuff we assume they can do but it's weird to actually read it and this is showing like how oh, powerful gosh. they are yeah even like without the, his lightsaber how powerful he was like using the force to do all that right is and, that, amazing. and that's what I'm saying like uh, the movies don't even give. Jedi justice, and see, maybe it, maybe Vader justice at at at, at the end of Rogue but One. But it's just that one though. Like there are other, and and I, I guess like, Luke at the end of. I like that it's it shows there. Yes, there are other people out there that are amazing. You yes. just you know, but this whole little scene with the little boy and he gives him his canteen. It's just, I think it's just such a sweet moment. I love it. It, it is. It's it, it's a really cool scene and everything. There are, it, once it, again, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, because I just, this excites me so much. Once again, no words. Yeah. But, like, I feel it. There's, and I, I think it was just so well done. Um, there's no, I think the droids talk a little bit. Like the Roger Roger or... Something like that. But once again, I think that entire scene is just mostly sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is an awesome one. I definitely would rank that in my top three for volume one. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Kenobi being number one. <laughs> I, I, I guess we've already done my top three then. I think this one is 
top number one for me, and Kenobi would be number two. Because I was about to say the the um, Arc Troopers, like episode two, very early on with with them doing their whole mission and everything was just really cool, and it's something I always enjoy because seeing you know clone troopers being like efficient like weapons of war is always cool to me. Yeah. So um, we get now we get to this. So oh. we got chapter fourteen, fifteen. In 16. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there because you're just being an annoying guy. I, I don't mind these episodes, but if there was a moment I could skip, it's this no, chunk of episode. No, I think it's nice. Yoda's cool, but it's just... It's it's a nice moment with the droids and Padme. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's, I think it's cool that it shows her... What a strategist she is, Padme. Yes. yes. Um. I mean, you know, she she figured out. Well, obviously, it's cute to see the the care and the concern she has for Yoda. Mm-hmm. Like you can really see it. Like she, you know, she truly was concerned isn't, for him. Isn't there something in the commentary where they like point out it was like a really weird pairing, but it worked really well for the story purposes? Yeah, they... I, I I dog on this this part, but I'm like also at the same time it is their their story is very cool. It does add a lot to like Jedi mythology with Ilum and everything being a place, which I think is also brought up in the Clone Wars as a place where they have to go to get their crystals and everything. Sorry, you were saying about the commentary mentioning the pairing of the two of them. They said it was almost like kind of like a father-daughter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which, more on her, not so much on him, because obviously Jedi aren't supposed to have attachments and, yes. and that kind of thing. But, um, I, I, I mean, first off, we have the original person doing c3po anthony Anthony daniels Daniels. so um that's great and it was really fun to listen to the commentary about how um when they had the script together um he was like "Eh, i think you should say it this way because c3po wouldn't have said that he would have said this instead um you know i i thought that was cool and they were very fortunate to have him Mm-hmm. On this project, but I just I thought it was neat. Uh, everything down to her like throwing her coat, yeah. Um, you know to you know trying to to lure these camouflage robots Million out. Droids. It's I just I thought it was cute. It was well done. I I didn't mind it. I well, I thought like, the fight in the temp in the temple area was more boring. Than, oh, the, with with the two Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I I. I mean, no offense, you have to have a low point somewhere in this series. Um, no, I mean, over overall, it's not bad. It's just, I I feel it's 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 sort of it's 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 only there to give Padme something to do because Yoda just kind of just shows up back on Coruscant later at the end of the series. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of went on a little adventure there for a few minutes. Well, I'm back. Like, like I said, it's cool. I, I, I like the canon adding it does. So then we pick back up with Anakin falling Ventress to, according to the document I have in front of me, it is Yavin Four, the future home of the Rebel Alliance from New Hope. So he follows her there. He is also escorted by a squadron of clones that Obi-Wan sent after him. Which he was not happy about. Obi-Wan, yes, was not happy that he disobeyed him, but was like, yeah, go after him. He no, didn't send I'm the saying Archer- Anakin was oh, not happy. Well, but no one was happy in this situation. <laughs> um, so then we get the whole um, arc in this of episode 7, I mean chapter 17 through 19 of him versus Ventress. And also Ventress also systematically taking out every one of the clone yes. troopers with little to no effort. And, and also I, just everything explodes, too. And can I just make a comment, because I'm just weird and a girl. R4? No. R R P R R4? No. Oh, okay. 
Does Ventress's ship look like an Asian fly, um, fan to you? Yeah, when it unfolds. Yeah, it's just like every time I watch it, I'm just like. It's a when, weird design. When it like, you know, lands and it does the thing and I'm just yeah. like, okay. I just can't get that out of my head. I was it's just making sure. It's supposed to be a Geonosian design, which okay. I'm like, I can see that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't just crazy and wasn't the only one. I, I just wanted to say, like, the ships in this is just so fun. With Anakin's ship and her ship, and it's just, it's some fun ship. We also get the landing, the um the drop ship, but that's season, the, the one has the monster face on the front of it, but that's season, mm. sorry, that's volume two, where we'll have to discuss that. <laughs> so that will come later i'm making some good progress too by the way uh ellie is actually currently building the probe droid lego yes at the same time my probe droid lego which will grace one of my uh desk or display areas but i told ellie she would be able to build it i'm having fun i have the the top part of like the head part and then the base yes thank you so yes go ahead sorry uh, I wanted so, to share because it so, is Star Wars. So Ventress versus Anakin. Thoughts on this fight? I, I mean, it's fun. Um, Great choreography. Yeah. I, I, I it's like it's it. weird to say that for, for an anime made it thing, but you still have to make it make sense. Like, yes. you can't just have just people smacking each other around. Otherwise, you have um, more recent seasons of Seven Deadly Sins. Anyways... Um, yeah, there's there's my dig at that show. Get better animation. Get good scrub. It. This is um, Star Wars. How dare you? But but no, you you have to have like like something behind those hits. Otherwise, it feels empty and hollow. So I absolutely love the I guess turning point in the fight to where they are literally standing there staring at each other. And it starts raining, and you and can what just happens? hear the and what zzz, happens to the zzz, lightsabers? You can. It's like bug zappers. Like you can hear the the like little charge each time the raindrop hits the. And once again, this is this this is something I point yes. that this is almost twenty years later, and I've not gotten Star Wars to do this again <laughs> yet. And we have had scenes in the rain. It, there, there should be steam coming off of the yes, lightsaber. I like I said once again. The scenes in this series where there are no talking are just mind-blowing to me. That mm-hmm. they are that captivating and that, like, intriguing. I, Well done. Like, that is, it's such a good job. Now, yes, I know that The Clone Wars has a ton of great choreograph and stuff. Uh, Ahsoka versus, um, I was about to say Dooku. Ahsoka versus Maul is amazing. But I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, this set a standard, in my opinion. And sadly, no one gives this show enough credit, in my opinion. I I think I'm the only one that does. Yeah, like I said, until I rewatched it just recently. And gave it a true chance. And gave it a chance. I was, I kind of just, you know, just Well, this is just it. something Justin talks about yes. constantly. <laughs> as being like the greatest thing ever. I know. I mean, it, like, like I said, just I, I know I'm sounding like my commentary, but just just the choreography of these, the the the, the way that it's done is so good. Uh, and their, you can truly fight. just see the downfall of him. Yes. By the end of this fight, it's you know, and just the the effects of like near the end of the fight. See, look at that I lightsaber know. with steam coming off. Yes. Of it. But the end of the fight, when he picks up her saber, and you have, like, the red moon in the background, it just, you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> well, this series does a good job of showing, oh, also him um, totally tanking the force push, too, is really cool. Is something Like, there's cool things that, that we don't see that often in Star Wars. Sorry, oh, let me get to it. It was right. Because there's there's another thing I'll mention in a minute. <laughs> Slicked down hair part two. <laughs> they like to slick the Jedi's Here. hair in this show. It's he cuts throw. It's where they're throwing the pillar back and forth. It's like right after that she. There, see, he tanks a force push. 
I didn't even notice that. Well, it's because it, it's it's stuff that that is really cool and yeah. stuff that like if you think about it, it's like can 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 you do that? <laughs> and and you kind of I feel you can, but no, I mean it is a great fight where he's like smashing down her with the lightsaber and everything, and maybe it flashes. that's why I like this scene so much is because he doesn't talk. There, there you go. Um, no, I mean, there, there's, there, there's some great stuff coming up. But like, like I said, there's, there, there's a lot of allusions to him turning to the dark side. And I think they do yes. a better job in this. Like, like that right there? Where he's got the red lightsaber. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Squeezes her hand, force pushes her back, and then uses her red lightsaber. Right. What, like, the, the clothing, the hair, everything is, has, has a hue of red on it that it's just like, hmm. Where it's got flashes of Yoda... Yes. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. This, this is good. It is really good. Well, it's because they can sense they can well, sense. Well, no, it's it. it's it's just show I mean they it's 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 illusion that they can, but I, I I just always imagined it as like them failing and everything. Like that this is this this is part of his downfall. You know, and that even that end scene where he's standing there and screaming yeah. And having all that emotion that they are not supposed to have. Yes. <laughs> so. So, now we get to the Battle of Hypori. <laughs> which, oh my gosh. I, this, for everything Star Wars does right, they've done so many things wrong. And they ruined Grievous. This series is what Grievous should have always okay. been. Okay, I was like, are, are you trying to... Because this series, Grievous is like, holy crap. But in the Clone and, Wars, it's and, like... And they actually do a better job of explaining why he's crippled and everything in Revenge of the Sith. Because Mace crushes his chest, which happens later. But it's like, it gives a better reason. Because in The Clone Wars, he's just sort of just around. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, Grievous is sort of here. Yeah, it's but in this, it's like, no, he's going to kill people. Yes. He's going to straight up just tank a ton of people. Yep. Which, I mean, yes, we, we, we do get the shaggy Jedi and everything. I mean, Jet, uh, Padawan. Also, this battle, as I said earlier, is referenced as being canon and happening. And everything. I don't know if the same people are involved, but Grievous was definitely there, and it was a decisive loss for the Republic. But just, oh my gosh, his whole speech. Like, because that's, he, he was a machine of fear, which, what are the Jedi supposed to, like, not, like, they're not supposed to give in to right. fear. And he is a basically a walking mechanized version of that for them. Mm-hmm. And he's not even force sensitive too. Like he's able to do all this off of just like that guy. Yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> he is. Uh... Oh. But, but no, I mean we, we we get him just totally stomping, and we get Kai Mundi fighting and everything. We get shocked. We we get. I mean, he just wrecks everybody. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And and I I love how he just Batman's himself too at times too where he's like hiding in the shadows and using all these strategies. I do like on the commentary how they point out because in this when his first appearance they have him white, mm-hmm. and it's very and it's a very un, um, well it's 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 kind of a trope now, but I mean, where where a lot of good I mean bad guys will wear white now. And it's sort of the off-putting thing. Uh, the other thing is, I like they 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 don't have him have his arms separate yet, so he only has the two arms. But they have him be very able to fight with his entire body. Correct. Like he uses his feet. He uses basically his entire body to fight a group of trained Jedi's and Padawans, and they don't stand a chance. Um, another thing that that is used here is, um. Shakti using the for, using the force to stop a lightsaber uh, from hitting her is something that I don't think we've really seen that much in um, canon since then, per se. Um, I think the Old Republic, one of the trailers, like one of the people in that is able, does it. 
from the Old Republic games. Like, stops the lightsaber with the okay. Force and everything. But she's, like, stopping it to where it's, like, trying to stab her. And she's, like, holding it back there. Where Shakti just basically uses it to Force push away from it and everything. But, no, it's it's great. And, and even a Jedi Master... Oh, the, the eye shot, too, is awesome. Um, even a Jedi Master such as... Uh, Kaimundi is sitting there during this battle and, it, and and this is once again to the animation giving credit to this where we're, we're about to see the scene coming up here this doubt where he he, he looks down oh, yeah. and, and he's like I don't know in sweat and everything and then cut to Yoda with a storm over Coruscant oh great series love it I, I guess the, the, the Grievous arrival would be... I don't know what, what, what my top three is. Because I have four in my top three. So <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, but yeah, Gre- Grievous arriving in that battle is just like... that. That's how Grievous should have been introduced. Yeah. And the only way that they like stop him, which we will talk about later, is in Volume 2. And it takes like a whole heck of a ton of people to pull that off and everything including the return of the arc troopers um thoughts on the series ellie final thoughts i guess um well final thoughts for volume one yeah like i said overall for volume one so many great moments um great fights i besides uh anakin's voice um i i love it which was maybe intentionally done to be annoying, so... Yes. So, you gotta give it to him for that. No. Alright, whatever. I still don't like it. Um, no, I highly, highly, highly recommend this. If you were like me and watched it originally, but probably didn't maybe pay attention that very much, or it was so long ago you don't really remember, definitely recommend watching it again it is amazing and it has some great moments in it so uh, i think the entire script probably is about a paragraph <laughs> yeah there, there there there's very little dialogue in this one there there's more in the next in volume two but this one definitely utilized sound effects it utilized a lot of stuff to make a very in my opinion truly iconic and truly star wars series not saying anything against the Clone Wars movie slash Clone Wars, the Clone Wars. We'll get to that at some point. This I just feel did such an amazing job telling a fantastic story and really painting a picture because these were canon. This was like one of these basically led into Revenge of the Sith. Like mm-hmm. as in it aired and then you could go to the theater the next week and see Revenge of the Sith. So I mean. I, I, I love these. I I like, like I said, I will watch these at a heartbeat. It's been a while since I've watched them all as like one thing. I've watched like segments and stuff of them. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the next volume, so I am too. It has a lot of that one has a lot of great moments. Um like I said, the, the thing for me is the scope of the battles we get mm-hmm. to see. Where it is like Star Destroyer, I mean not Star Destroyers, Republic ships, like just tons of them and every. It's really cool because like sometimes like, oh, there's like one or two ships. It's like, no, I want to battle, god dang it. I want to see, you know, ships filling up the sky and everything. Like this is supposed to be a battle, not some whatever you're doing here. That's that's my opinion. Um, I, I highly recommend this. I, I want them to make more of this canon again because I think they definitely could. I mean, prior to the end of The Clone Wars, that now is the definitive end, I always in my head canon went, no, this is still canon. It's just like the first few months of the war and the last few, but due to the fact that the most recent, or the final season of Clone Wars gives a very definitive, well, these events can't happen now, which I'm not going to say anything because you still haven't watched right. the final season yet, so... We'll get to that eventually. You've got a you've got a nice list going of stuff you need to watch. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, but overall, I'm so glad these are available on Disney Plus to make them more freely available to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to just be available on YouTube. I don't know if they still are now, but they. It was one of those things that I know um, to to 
to mention because uh, me and Zach did do a very comprehensive series where we where I basically was gushing over how amazing these were, and there's a, a discussion at some point on Knights of Vader of me having to defend this series because someone's like it's boring and terrible, and I'm like how dare. <laughs> So I, I, that's coming at some point. It has been recorded, so don't look for it like immediately. It's just been brought up as a topic. Um, he, he, you know, definitely loved this series. It's, it's something Star Wars fans truly enjoy. And he pointed out that this was prior to them being released on Disney Plus. That Disney didn't care about them because you could find them on YouTube easily. And I think they do care about them because they're they they put them out as this. It's it looked amazing. And I mean, the only other way I've had to watch it, besides just some YouTube rip of it, was the DVDs and everything. Right. Which I I covet those. I I protect them with my life because God, they it 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 was the only true way to watch them for the longest time. So, and I need to go back and watch all the commentaries and stuff again because yeah. even I I did get some stuff that I, it, it came back to memory a little bit here and there. Yep. Uh, any fun things from the commentary you want to point out that we didn't mention or didn't get to? Uh, n- no. I mean they. They did talk about. I recommend watching it if you definitely if you are into the technical side of it because they they talked about how like certain panels they had them stretched out like all across the studio where they were trying to line it up. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did talk about some, um, uh, for example, dirge. Yeah. They they wanted to put more um, details into him, but they just from time constraints. I like the... Le- this series had a great, fantastic level of detail, but simplicity, which is why I like the character designs. I know that's something you said you weren't a fan of, but I like the... It's simple, yet has some depth to it. Too. Yeah, so, so, like, one of the ones I didn't like was the um, Bankers. Like, they're just weird looking and... It's it's Star Wars. It's just go yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff, I did like Dirge when he had the armor taken off. I thought that was yeah, neat the way just, he was. Yeah. Um, Padme, I think, is absolutely adorable. I love all the scenes with her. I think she's so cute. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think we, she's... We, we, we get more of that in volume two, so... Yeah, so I, I like the colors. Um, I think that's one thing that stands out to me the most is just the sharpness and the colors and like the environments are really fun. Um, I do enjoy like the backgrounds are really cool in mm-hmm. a lot of the scenes. Um, so, but, but it, it's, it is interesting if you're into the, the animation and the, the behind the scenes of that, they do go into a lot of that and some, some scenes and some areas where they wish they would have had more time to touch up and do this and that. So it was interesting just hearing them talk about that. Cool, cool. Um, to how how much? Okay, to I guess do it this way. What kind of memory do you have of the volume two, and what is is there anything Nothing. particular you're looking forward to? I I actually honestly don't remember anything about volume two. Okay. Yep. So it'll be like a fresh watching for me. Cool. Yep. Cool. Um, I I I love the next thing. I'll make sure to have a top three moments list, even though. I think like probably the three of my <laughs> moments might be in the first episode um of this because the first episode of course revolves around grievous and stuff like that once again in volume two shows why grievous was such a fantastic like villain adversary and why they wasted him in my opinion um also like his tactician and everything is something like not not only was he a great fighter he was a brilliant tactician which led to how he was a great fighter which once again the movies and the series do not do it justice in my opinion this did it just this is grievous's a love letter to grievous and me just sitting here just gushing over this um i guess i i know we've done top three moments everything uh biggest geek boner for you i'm i'm sorry jock and nerd i'm stealing that term for a minute um i i just don't want to say gush it sounds even weirder Biggest geek boner for me. Biggest, biggest Star Wars nerd cry. I don't know. We we need to think of something for this. Okay. Not not right now. We're just gonna go with geek boner. I'm just gonna steal it from from Jock and Nerd. But we'll come up with a better term. Biggest moment for you, where you are like, this is like what what 
what excited you the most out of this? Was it the animation? Was it the the voice acting? Like what what is for you is like if you wanted to point to one thing and be like right here, this is why you need to watch this or this is why I love this series. Not voice acting. I, I was just using an example. Okay, I was gonna say, um gosh. I don't know. There was so much I loved about it. Um So we really need to do this for Star Wars stuff. Just to put down here's my moment that this 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 right here is why. Um, for so then this, we can get our fans to give us some feedback on it. For the this volume, I, I'm going to say... Definitive nerd moment. There. That is what we are calling this. What is your definitive nerd moment for this show? Volume 1. I think it has to be the Mace Windu fight. Mace Windu fight? Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan yeah. and Clone Trooper armor. Yeah. So, and, 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 and he, he retains that for like the rest of the thing for a while too so yeah for me it's um it's my, my my definitive nerd moment i really need to write that down because i'm gonna forget it and that's probably gonna slowly trickle into zingness proper too um so yeah i i like the mace windu fight that's a good pick and um yeah so if you have not checked if if you have listened this long and still have not watched the Clone Wars micro series. <laughs> what are you doing? Or you just enjoy us our chat, which is cool too. Um, let us know your thoughts. Um, email us zingness at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram. I'll probably do some pictures of Ellie's build of my um, probe droid, which I will be displaying nerdly on my um, probably. Uh, it might fit where I'm looking right now, but. Oh. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. It'll definitely be on display, but I'll definitely post a picture of the cell from the from from the show and everything that I have. It's got its little authentication thing. God, I, like like I said, it is very weird how I got that, but I could not have picked a better frame. Yep, it's be- better cell for me from that show to to have. So, with that being said, uh, may the force be with you. And I have spoken. Oh, okay. This is the way. Thank you. You ruined the show. <laughs>